Hi, everybody, and welcome back to yet another cracking edition of the Map Round Show. This is the Secrets of Fail series where we're talking to CEOs, founders, and entrepreneurs all about their epic business blenders. And with us in the hot seat today uh, is none other than the man, the legend, Kurt Wilkin. Kurt, welcome to the show. Hey, Matt, thanks so much for having me, man. I love what you're doing to uh, encourage people to talk about their failures. We all got them. Yeah, I know exactly right. Um, so we, the show would be a lot longer than like uh, fifteen minutes if we had to talk about all of them. Uh, but uh, we don't have time for that. We've only got time for one. But before we get into the meat and the potatoes, uh, why don't you kick us off with a bit about the elevator pitch for uh, your business, Hire Better? Yeah, you bet. So we are in the recruit recruiting business, and our niche is working with scrappy with entrepreneurs who are trying to go from scrappy startup to professionally run, you know, really next level their business. So I uh, think uh, uh, once you reach that five, 10, $20 million mark and you're ready to get rid of some of your older people and look for the next level talent, we help you uh, not just find the talent, but uh, as I uh, like to say, I spend half my time with the founder on the proverbial couch talking about some crappy employee they had before we got to try to work through. Yeah, it's a problem that doesn't go away, right? It's like it's uh, my I, my my previous business got to like fifty five people, and I woke up one morning, I went, "This sucks." You know, I have to do performance management and all this rubbish, um, and uh, yeah, it's a thing, man. And like I, you know, I got a big network of startups, and everyone's battling with this talent story. As I said, it's not just finding talent. What what to do with when you outgrow members of your team that were mm. so important in your previous, you know, part of the company. Now it's time to either coach them out or coach them up. Exactly. Um, and it's interesting as a business scales, I've, like when I've been chatting to a few of the CEOs in this other series I got called Secrets of Scale, uh, those guys have said, like, we actually had to replace our entire people set to get to another level. Exactly. So why did I get uh, chosen for uh, Secrets of Fail and not Secrets of Scale? Well, I didn't know any difference. <laughs> Huh, it's a fail. <laughs> I, I just uh, joke, it's all good. No, no, no. Well, look, that's great. Uh, so why don't you kick us off? Uh, well, not kick us off, rather, but let's get into your story of fail for our audience around uh, the world today. Yeah, you bet. So prior to Hire Better, I had a uh, professional service firm called The Controller Group in Dallas, Texas. And my story of fail is uh, about a failed partnership. And I'll tell you a little bit of a backstory. As we're getting started, we landed a really big client for me and, and a couple of partners. And it really set us on the map. It was about a one-year engagement, really made us legit. Along the way, I brought out somebody to help me with the project. And over the course of a couple of months, we started talking partnership. This guy was going to be part of the team. We were negotiating salary and equity and all that good stuff. Well, come to find out, he was secretly meeting with the client and another guy to basically take this client from us after our one-year project was over. And so long story short, they won the next project. We ended up leaving but the beauty about the failed partnership is we went off and, and landed another 10 or 15 clients that allowed us to scale and become a legitimate business. This guy and his partner were stuck with one shitty client and uh, it was profitable, but it was a hard pain in the ass client to work with. So in the end I won, but man, at the time it was, it hurt. Mm, mm, mm. Um, partnerships is such a, such a difficult thing to get right. It's a bit like a marriage, right? It's a, oh, it's a lot of, uh, it doesn't always work out, let's just say. Exactly. Um, what did that experience teach you about partnerships? Well, the, the thing about partnerships that taught me was uh, you better treat it like a marriage and you got to need, you need some dating, you need some foreplay, you need some time together to make sure it's going to be a, a good marriage. Because what tends to happen in partnerships is 
we basically get married with just a, a few dates, right? Almost like a blind date arranged marriage. And it's got to be more than that. So you've got to really take your time and build a rapport with that prospective partner. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and so you could go back in time and do things differently. If I gave you the keys, the map branch or a time machine, for instance, what would you do differently and why? You know, these are always such great questions, Matt, because I, uh, I don't think I would change anything. It set me back. It hurt my feelings. It hurt my, my ability to trust for a bit. But the reality is, I think I needed that to become a, my to make my firm stronger because I wasn't so reliant on just one client. And it also allowed me to uh, to learn from failures. If we don't have failures, we don't learn. I think it was you that that started this off. You you learn from your failures. And if we uh, we never have those failures, we're not going to learn. Mm. I would. I don't think I would change anything. Yeah, I, I tend to fall on the same side of the fence, to be honest. Like, you can't really hate the things that made you who you are. Exactly. I think we are who we are, and all the things that we've uh, uh, dealt with in the past make us who we are, and it makes us stronger. If I was to say I would never trust again, or if I wouldn't take any risks again, that's bullshit. I need to take those risks as, as an entrepreneur. I just want to. I just want to learn from them and not repeat them. And uh, I think it was... Uh, who is it that said uh, the winners in life uh, aren't the ones who never fail? The you know, winners in life are the ones who never quit. I think it was uh, Edward Lewis Cohen or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's it's absolutely true. Also, like I think your breakdowns are your breakthroughs. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes, yeah, sometimes you actually. I think partnerships are such an underrated strategic value driver, and I think that if we all went to, into strategic partnerships with the acknowledgement to ourselves that people in a strategic partnership, just people in general are going into these things with good intent. And I think if we, if we did that for ourselves, if we gave ourselves that permission to do that, then more strategic partnerships would be successful. That's my belief. I, I, I don't think I can disagree with that. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, uh, think things happen for a reason. I think the other lesson I learned was don't hold grudges because I, I could just be bitter and disappointed and not ever allow myself to get past it. That this uh, taught me that you can, I can be angry, but I can't remain angry. Right. Um, I also know that I learned that diversification is good. Having multiple clients versus one one client. And then the other thing is, is work with people that you that you like. Uh, life is too freaking short to uh, to work with people that you don't trust or to even have a crappy client. And, and candidly, these guys took a crappy client off my hand. So it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Fewer, better clients. That's what you need. Exactly. Kurt, uh, what's your advice to other CEOs in terms of the importance of failure in business success? I think the biggest thing is just recognize that you're not alone. We all fail. Anybody that tells you that they're all sunshine and rainbows is full of crap and don't trust them. But we all fail. And as I said before, uh, it's it's the winners in life are not the ones who never fail. The winners are the ones who never quit. So learn from those failures, come back stronger. Don't dwell on them because uh, th- that'll take you into a spiral of negati- negativity if you do. Mm. Kurt, um, are there books or tools or resources um, that you that you recommend to other CEOs? Feel free to punch your book, your best selling book, everybody. <laughs> Well, we can definitely tell, tell about my uh, best-selling book, Who's Your Mike, which is it's a, a different kind of business book. It's written uh, each chapter is a different archetype or different uh, character employee you're going to have on your entrepreneurial journey. 
And uh, they're fun stories that you'll recognize. Uh, if you're an entrepreneur who's been through the ringer, you'll recognize many of the characters yourselves. And it's meant to do kind of like what you're doing with, with your series about failure is let's learn from other people's stories. We want to help us avoid these employees. It'll help us get to an answer faster, uh, perhaps, with, with problem employees. Um, the other book I love is Rocket Fuel. If you're familiar with Rocket Fuel from the EOS family. For, the, for me, it helped me uh, give me the license to be the visionary entrepreneur that I am and not try to be an integrator or operator and have all the details handled. Mm. Beautiful. Kurt, that concludes your time in the hot seat here on the Secrets of Fail series. Thank you for being vulnerable and thank you for lending your perspective on, uh, on failure in business. Appreciate you for that. You bet, Matt. Had a blast. Anytime. Will do every day. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you all again soon. Awesome. Thanks, Matt.